and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about expectations of perfection especially in others. Hey, Janine. Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I uh, got to go away last weekend for a little crafting getaway with my crafting friends, and that was fun, and I managed to write my work on my novel while I was gone, so feeling Whoa. accomplished. That's awesome. Thank you. And was it relaxing too? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pause says so much. Well, I ended up having to, re- uh, on Friday I had to work. I had, my, had to write my newsletter, I had to write my words oh. for my novel, I had to write two blog posts, <laughs> you know, I did like <laughs> deal with some administrative stuff. But Saturday, um, got a little crafting done so that was oh, nice. nice yeah not 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 anywhere near as much as I expected um it's funny since we're talking about expectations I took so much knitting and oh really I did so little oh. <laughs> so um, <laughs> oh well but it was still fun yeah good it's always nice to like just have a little change of pace right I worked on four different things actually I got very wow. little done on four different things. <laughs> <laughs> but you touched them each. You did, did something. That's right. And none That's of them good. had anything to do with finishing up um, fingerless gloves for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, need to get to cold. that. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, you know, I could just have mismatched ones. Or do you make oh. like the all right ones? Um, so you just I, have like all right fingerless gloves. <laughs> no, they're um, they're sort of ambidextrous because I don't do oh. I don't do uh, the little ends of the fingers. It's really uh-huh. fingerless mittens, sort of, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. So you can use it on either hand. The thumb works on oh. either hand. Yeah. Well, that's impressive. Mm. It's, it's the opposite of impressive. You're like it's the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not impressive. <laughs> I think that you should rebrand that whole thing and make it impressive that look at how impressive this are. I'm so good at making these. You can wear them on either hand. Oh, I like it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm I'm going with it. (laughs) And you may end up with mismatched ones. Who knows? (laughs) There's a sock company that like, that's their whole shtick is that they sell mismatched socks. Oh, yeah, that? I can't remember what they're called, but they're complementary, though. Yeah, they're generally the same colors, but and they're very patterned, um, but they don't match. I mean, they're not the same patterns. Right. Yeah, that's fun. Huh. Yeah. So, well, maybe that could be your whole thing. Yeah, I'm thinking. Don't tell the origin story. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just say. Uh, this is how I meant to do it. That's right. Okay. I'll think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
yeah, expectations. And today we wanted to, you know, we talk a lot about our our expectations for ourselves and sort of um, external expectations that we take on ourselves. But in today's episode, we wanted to talk a little bit more, focus a little bit more on that idea of, of having expectations of others um, in terms of perfection. Right, because when we expect perfection in ourselves, it's, it's hard enough if we don't right. live up to it. But when we expect expectations in others, we're bound to be disappointed because nobody's perfect, right? And, right. Yeah. And the um, thing that made me think of talking about this was I was talking with somebody who asked me if I had updated to the new Apple um, iPhone operating system. And oh, uh-huh. I, I hadn't yet, I don't think. Or maybe I just had at the moment. I had. I said, yeah, I have, just a couple of days ago. She said, oh, my God, it's such a nightmare. It's an absolute disaster. Good luck with it. I'm like, oh. I, I haven't <laughs> had any problems yet. Um, and she didn't really elaborate. And I thought, and then I, I didn't have any problems. You know, I had a glitch here and there. But yeah. Like, like you do. Um, but apparently, I, I think that this person feels as though it should be completely glitch-free when Apple updates something. And so she's always disappointed because it's never glitch-free. Yeah, and will continue to be disappointed because, yeah, it will never be glitch-free. And that's, I mean, that's the model, particularly with the way that software is done now, you know, where it's really more apps as opposed to, you know, what we think of as software back in the old days programs um, yeah mm-hmm. where you know the it's like instead of it being perfect it's like okay what's most important for us to have complete for this version and you know where are the biggest problems and what do we have to get rid of to release for this version mm-hmm. and then what do we just track for the next version right yeah so if you're expecting the first release to be amazing you're you're in trouble and that reminds me of our conversation with laura roeder remember when we talked about her um website or platform or whatever you call it tool called meet edgar um yeah that she was saying we asked her how did you know it was okay to release when did you know you were ready and she basically said we 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 had you can't know when you're ready and you just have to release it and then keep adding on to it Right. which is what they did. and um, Yeah, so if you roll with the punches on that, you're going to have an easier time fit. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, that, you know, it can be frustrating to get caught up in some of those buggier things when people release knowing there's bugs and sort of expecting the users to find them for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so to mitigate that frustration, I usually won't upgrade the operating system on any of my devices until it's like the point one version. Oh, yeah, me too. Absolutely. I yeah. always reluctant to upgrade. Uh, but yeah, that might yeah. be I think that's a good, a good uh, policy to keep right the frustration level as low as possible yeah um it also made me think about we talk in the organizing industry about managing expectations in our clients Mm -hmm. and um there one of my friends stanilyn robertson she's a a well-known organizer and years years ago i mean 15 years ago probably she 
gave a talk at a conference called Managing Client Expectations that became an instant classic. And I think she's given it once or twice before people always talk about it. And, um, you know, so for us, it's about helping clients understand what's going to happen so they don't think we can come in and wave, wave a magic wand and make their home perfect in right. a session, right? Right. Um, so it's my, in this case, that's my job to help somebody understand that what the standards of perfection are going to be, which is, there won't be any. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, and, um, so it sort of works both ways, in a sense, um, in, in relationships and so forth as well, I suppose. Yeah, well, and you know, that's, I think that's something that uh, a lot of service providers, well, really anyone, but because I know I do that a lot with my clients too, is sort of set up the scenario uh, manage their expectations and uh, so that you know they don't think that would be like bam she can fix me right although <laughs> sometimes it, it feels, that way sometimes it does feel like it works that way with you I feel like sometimes you do wave a magic oh. wand <laughs> well thank you and sometimes it can work that way mm-hmm. and also it doesn't always work that way right <laughs> so I would much rather have lower expectations and have people be surprised mm-hmm. then um then tell them that like oh it always feels like magic well yeah that would that's very smart <laughs> without a doubt <laughs> yeah but um i was thinking of there are a couple of situations where i found myself and it, it wasn't software, but I can't remember what it was. But I, when I shifted my expectation of, um, to, from like, well, they should just get it right to, oh, you know, people make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It makes it so, I mean, it really reduces my stress level. Absolutely. Yeah, that can work in so many instances, really. I mean, just being, it's part of that being kind thing. Like right. taking... If it's a customer service situation or um, any kind of service, like in a restaurant or something, certainly being recognizing that yeah. nobody's perfect uh, actually is a really great idea. I mean, right. I, I tend to think that my husband and I have maybe too exacting standards for uh, service <laughs> in restaurants, and uh, <laughs> I think that it's. Uh, that's a, a good reminder to just cut people some slack because people have yeah. bad days. Yeah. Right, right. And I also, this is also making me think of something that I try to remember in all aspects of my life, and that is to assume good intentions. Mm. Yes. Um, and, you know, assume that if someone makes a mistake or is not, performing at the level that you think they should be that it's not out of any um uh what is what's the word malevolence toward you mm-hmm. <laughs> or you know it's not it's not a, it's not that they're trying to make things difficult for you but that you know whatever is going on is is happening and and they're still doing their best yeah, um, if you if you make that your baseline, like that you your first inclination 
to assume good intentions and basically until proven otherwise and I can't even think of any instances where I can think of someone who was literally acting out of malice at anything in my personal life anyway anything out of the national right. arena um, <laughs> and uh, uh, I think that's a good that's really good advice and it's a yeah. way to live more peacefully right because right who needs to be stressed out all the time because people aren't living up to expectations of perfection. Right. Well, I, you know, I, as we're talking about this, I'm realizing that I had a, I had something happen today that is a good example of this. It's like a completely non-important thing. I was driving home, and for whatever reason, this guy like pulls out of the middle of the block, like he was on the front lawn of this um it's a house that's now a business and and he was pulling a trailer and he pulled out in front of me and then got stuck because it's a narrow street with cars parked on both sides he had a very narrow space that he was trying to pull out of and there was a car coming in the other direction so he got stuck and my first thought was like uh why are you pulling a trailer if you don't know how to pull a trailer? Because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he's completely blocking the street. We're all stuck. And then this bicyclist comes like flying by and tries to pass him. <sighs> and um, But the bicyclist stops. And then he lifts up his bike and carries it over the tongue of the trailer and I thought oh is he seriously just gonna hop on his like just carry it over and hop on his bike and keep going but he didn't he stopped and helped the guy navigate the trailer so he didn't take out this parked car while he was doing it and it was like it was just it reminded me that hey this person's doing the best they can pulling a trailer's really hard um, I don't have anywhere that I have to be right away. And even if I did, I'm stuck. Right. Like, there's no sense getting upset about it. Right. Um, and it really, like, I could feel myself getting, like, a little amped up about in frustration. And then just realizing, like, oh, look, there's this nice thing happening. And, oh, that's going to be so stressful if you are, like, blocking traffic and you're stuck and you don't want to hit the car. <laughs> You know, and it's yeah, like that driver was really stressed out, probably. Uh, yeah, and yeah. so, like, reducing my expectations of how someone should manage a situation like that made it such such a more pleasant experience, and and I got to enjoy the fact that, like, oh look, strangers helping each other. Right. Yeah. So my takeaway is be the bicyclist in that scenario. I mean, it's really cool that he took the, I mean, because he was the one person in that that situation that you described who could have gotten away, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) He could have absolutely just like skated on by. Yeah. And he stopped and made it better. That's really great. Yeah. I like it. I was sort of waiting to, um, to see if if they were going to unhitch the trailer and pull it out by hand, it was, you know, it's just like a little small utility trailer. And so I was getting ready, like, well, if we have to, we can unhitch the trailer, move the car and then pull the trailer out and rehitch it. Like there are enough of us here that we can do that, but we didn't have to. The, um, the bicyclist was very adept at giving him instructions on how to pull out and 
And uh, so it all worked out really well. Ah, oh, that's great. How, and how serendipitous that it was today when you were talking about this. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another example that zipped through my head is our pets. Like I have a really well-behaved dog generally and very smart and sort of, you know, a full-fledged family member. He doesn't do much wrong. Um, but every now and then, he actually is a dog and uh, <laughs> doesn't remember what the expectations are for him or like the time he chewed up the couch right? and caused us to have to rearrange our mm, furniture for the first time right. in 20 years, right? He was just sick of the furniture arrangement probably. <laughs> um, but I think we sometimes expect so much from our pets, particularly dogs. Um, we expect them to be perfectly behaved when oftentimes we're confusing them with our expectations and being kind to them right. and remembering that they uh, really aren't humans and, you know, right. it's okay for them to have quirks. Like Bix barks at school buses for whatever reason. Oh, funny. Barks and lunges at them. And, and um, so my expectations for his behavior around school buses is very different than my expectations for his behavior around other things, most things. So if mm -hmm. he is able to sit and not lunge when a school bus goes by, then, he, you know, he gets rewarded like crazy um, because that's the very best he can do. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to come see him because his new thing is when he gets stimulated by a school bus or early anything, his the way he handles that is to yeah. jump straight up in the air like he's on a pogo stick. Oh. Of course, that not... <laughs> Not actually, not like he's on a pogus. He's not jumping on his hind legs, which he does sometimes, but he jumps all four oh, feet did. just straight oh, yeah. up and down. Booker used to do that. Yeah. Like great game. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That, yeah, it was yeah. like he would get excited and it would just be like he would just bounce there. Like he knew he couldn't like lunge around because he right. was just too big, but he couldn't like contain his energy. Exactly. Yep. So Bix will literally walk down the sidewalk going boing 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 all the way and people <laughs> like just laugh cartoon. at him yeah it's like he's on springs and that's just how he holds it together <laughs> but that's awesome because like what a smart way that he figured out to channel that excess energy that school buses trigger in him right or dog the other thing is dogs who are in their homes in their windows barking at him that's the, oh. the other situation <laughs> where he really <laughs> has to try to hold it together and he's actually yeah. he stopped being willing to walk by these two houses that where it's a problem he oh. insists on crossing the street which you know what hats off to him he knows yeah. he can't hold it together so he doesn't put himself in that position it's a kind of a oh pain but it's we have to accommodate it but um yeah so he wow. has expectations for his own behavior i think <laughs> That seems like very next level awareness on his part. Uh, yep, he's a next level poodle. It's true. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that um, this whole idea of um, like allowing people to make mistakes to not and and also, you know, companies, mm -hmm. like it's, you can hold someone to a high standard and also not 
stress yourself out if they're not perfect. I think yes. that's probably the the key decide or I mean the defining thing there is that uh, we're not saying that um, you know it's okay when people screw up and like don't do what they're supposed to you know sort of don't hold up their end of the bargain whatever that may be mm-hmm. um, and if you are having these expectations of perfection it just adds a layer of stress to the situation so like you're stressed about whether or not they're going to do it you're stressed when they don't do it you know they don't meet your expectation and then you have to figure out how to manage that expectation as opposed to just assuming that everyone's doing their best and then if something comes up you figure out how to deal with it right and and in the in the case of um, expecting perfection from a family member, you're ramping up their stress as well. If they feel right, if you're setting up a standard that's too high to, for your family members to achieve, so yeah. um, everyone's stressed. Yeah, yeah. But I like yeah. the idea of you know, especially with companies, holding them to a high standard but cutting them some slack. Yeah, when necessary. Right. Yeah. Huh. I think we solved this one. Bam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's interesting, though, when you start to think about it, like what what um, what are your thought patterns that are causing extra stress for you? You know, what are the thought patterns that you're putting on other people that are causing extra stress? Yeah. And. You know, just becoming aware of that is a great first step. Right. Yeah, that's our new second mantra. I mean, our new thing. It used to always be about knowing why something's important to you. But recently, it's been about being aware of certain thoughts or behaviors. Yeah. Well, then you put the two of those things together. Watch out, 2020. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, do you have anything else to say about that? I mean, I feel like we sort of actually did kind of nail it. Like, I don't know that there's a lot more to say, unless you have some. Yeah. No, I think my my brilliant ideas have all been expressed. Um, so no, yeah, I feel like it's a it's a it's a fairly accessible notion that we don't have to beat into the ground. Yeah. Yeah, but so just to sort of recap, I think the takeaways are to um, to check in with yourself on what your expectations of others are. And if you're trying to hold people to an unreachable standard as opposed to, you know, a, a reachable high standard and uh, and notice when you're experiencing stress from that and um, be willing to cut people slack and assume the best. Right, assume good intentions. I yeah. love that. Excellent. Yeah. Great. Well, we want to hear from you, our listeners. Um, where do you struggle with expectations of perfection for other people? Um, you can leave us a voicemail at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. 
or you can find us on social media at GTG Enough on Twitter, at Getting to Good Enough on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and of course, we're always on uh, our website, and you can leave comments in the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com. For, for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I'm glad that we don't have expectations of perfection from each other. (laughs) You're pretty sure we wouldn't have made it to episode 80 if we had. (laughs) I think that's right. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>